0: In today's show, we talk about why you as a man and husband need friends that will encourage, lift you up, and support you through all seasons of life.
1: And Camilo de Cavour had this to say about men and their friendships. He said, Men who trust other men will make fewer mistakes than he who distrusts them. Mm-hmm. And that really gets to the heart of men and friendships. And we're going to be digging into that in today's show. But before we go there, we love starting each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage family, the one family that we call you, this is, this is an opportunity for you to connect, right? First of all, I just want to say welcome if you're brand new. Because exactly. we know Thank a you. lot of you um, in the One Family have been sharing the show and just telling your friends to listen. So we wanna first of all, welcome you. And secondly, just let you know the hug is a place where you get to hear from other folks in the one community who have been impacted, who have heard something, who have seen their marriages transformed. And this week's hug is sponsored by Call to Love, experiencing your best marriage through the words of Jesus. And Mm -hmm. this is our newest book that's gonna be released one week from today, one on April 4th, 2017, this book is coming out, which it's so exciting guys. This book is gonna like, it's gonna transform lives, right? You can find all of the information to get started at call to lovebook.com. But just wanna share with you right now that this book is going to equip you to look at your spouse the way that Jesus does. It's gonna encourage you to make the time to pray instead of just throwing up those Hail Marys, those, hey, you know, heaven help me, God change my spouse moments really transform your relationship into what God intended for your marriage when the two of you became one on your wedding day. So mark your calendars. You got one week. Mark your calendars for April 4th because you're not going to want to miss the release of this book. Make sure you've gone to lovebook.com to to stay in the know on all that's coming with the launch. And for those of you in the one family, we're doing something special Mm -hmm. for the One Extraordinary Marriage family. We have... Do you want to tell them what we're doing?
0: Yeah. So first and foremost, make sure you sign up. Mm-hmm. because you're not going to be able to, to get this info anywhere else. So sign up. Make sure you go to calltolovebook.com. Put in your name because when this book releases and you buy it on that first day, April 4th, and we'll tell you where to go and where to pick it up, we're actually going to give you guys the free audio version of the book. So that way you, can, you guys are listeners. You listen to the, to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We want to get the book into your hands Via, and your ears. <laughs> via your ears. And so make sure you go over there, sign up at calltolovebook.com, and you'll be the first to know and how to get that free audiobook.
1: And guys, I've just wrapped up the audio recording for this. Um, powerful. It was like, I, I've written the book, and I was still like, finding myself in this place every time I was reading a new section, I, I know because you're our listeners that this book is going to have a tremendous amount of impact mm-hmm. on your lives. And so this hug actually came to us from a Facebook uh, Facebook post that we had, and this was a wife writing about her husband. She said, I prayed for my husband to have a transforming, blessed, spiritual, reviving, soul quenching weekend and emerge. And we're going to be talking about what emerges here in just a few minutes. And she said well my husband called me today as he was leaving to make the drive back home to say that he has never been to anything like it nothing can touch it as a comparison Mm. overwhelmed with a lot to process but said you were right it was worth the trip you can't walk away from something like this the same i didn't even know something like this could exist totally going again next year i'm going to take our 17 year old son too thank you tony and thank you both for spreading the love for inviting us through the podcast I had prayed that morning months ago for something that could bless my husband, prayed for the right podcast that same morning. And it turned out to be such a blessing. Mm. God works in incredible ways. So amazing. And you know what she's referring to there in that message, she referred to it, it's called Emerge. It's a men's conference here in San Diego that literally, as we're recording this, Tony has just come back from. And it was what, over a thousand men?
0: Yes. Right around a thousand men there at this conference here and held in san diego so for those of you listening mark your calendars for march of 2018 we're going to be there again and i'd love for you to be out there on my team mm-hmm. you know so just put it down there you can even go to i think it's emergeconference.com Emerge Con- mm-hmm. and you'll be able to see the recap video there get the dates for next year put it down this is we're going to be talking more about why You as a husband, why you as a man need friends in your life, men that can lift you up, Mm -hmm. right? Men that can encourage you. And what happens at Emerge is something that you can take. doesn't mean you got to wait till Emerge because we're going to give you some tips and what you can do right now, ways you can take action now. Right. So you're already ready when when we get there next year.
1: And, you know, it was interesting to get that Facebook message and then also to really see the journey that Tony's been on. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and as I was preparing for this show, as we were talking about this show, you know, really looking at friendships, right. And how, you know, those of you that have children, you see it with your kids from an early age, both boys and girls are pretty equitable in terms of what their friendships look like. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, they may have one best friend, they may have a, a slew of friends, but the friendships all operate sort of on the same level when kids are kids. And then the research is really interesting. Um, as I was digging into preparing for the show, found that in those middle teenage years, so like 15, 16, 17-ish, okay. there's a lot of research that supports the fact that boys' relationships really start to change. Going from, you know, we can share anything, you know, we're we're talking about life, we're talking about, you know, gripes, whatever it is, getting a little bit deeper to getting to this point where the relationships actually start to move into a more for lack of a better word superficial level okay and a lot of the research was saying that this is attributed to the fact that boys start to receive this message that you know don't don't be all touchy-feely don't don't share your emotions you know grow up be a man yeah be a man be man, be a man
0: that are being filled
1: and so then you know these boys move up into adulthood and they don't have that same friendship based on the same level that you see a lot of women do you know women get together with their friends and what do we do i mean we're commiserating with each other we're you know i mean you know talking about everything from you know what's going on with our bodies to you know what's going on with our men like we just we talk
0: yeah we don't about everything guys not about that. that though
1: guys don't do that kind of stuff. And and what's playing out is that there are a lot of men who are feeling very very isolated. Right. They like they may look, I mean you may see them on social media, you know, I'm out with my friends or, you know, whatever, out with the guys, but there's this gap that's happening for men where they don't have the emotional support, the emotional network that that they need. Mm. And so where is that gap playing out? It, and where is that impacting it's impacting the marriages right? Because you have these men who, God bless them, they're spending all this time with their wives. But here's the thing. And wives, I'm going to speak to you directly here for just a second. You cannot be everything for your husband. Simply can't. He's a man and you're a woman. He's not going to tell you everything. I Tony and I were out with friends last night talking about businesses and stuff like that. And, and I know this, so it wasn't, it wasn't a surprise, but you know, in other businesses that Tony's had, he doesn't like, he only sits at the surface with me. Right. Cause I don't need to know, but with the guys that he's friends with, he like gets all deep in the weeds. Right. And he needs to have, Tony needs to have those guys that he can get deep with. And the fact of the matter is, is this has not always been the case in our marriage.
0: We, we need what, one of the statements I got to say that I I dislike a ton.
1: I know where you're going with this.
0: My spouse is my best friend. Oh, that grates at me. And many of you may be going, Tony, my spouse is my best friend. How can you say that? My spouse is my best friend. Um, let me tell you, I don't sleep with my best friend. I sleep with my wife and my lover. Now, can Elisa be a friend of mine? By all means, she is the greatest friend I do have. And yet, I don't see her as my my best friend. I, I gotta have somebody I can pour out my just the the, the pains and the in the struggles I'm going through as a man mm-hmm. with another guy. You know what I mean? Doesn't mean I'm going to take that to another woman. Now, let's let's get. Oh this, yeah, let's just address that. Let's right address now. this right now. When we're saying, you know, men need friends. Husband, you need you need a friend. I'm, I'm talking about you need guys in your life who can speak life into it. Because there were guys that I was working with and and hanging out with this weekend at the Emerge Conference, where we could never really met each other, and by the end of the weekend, man, we were getting deep into stuff. We were talking about things that, you know, what one guy was like, man, I honestly haven't shared this with anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, but he could share it with me because I built up that trust and that relationship with him, and, and vice versa. But it's not. It, it's not going to go any. It's not going to go anywhere more than this is a friendship. Like it's not going to turn into a sexual relationship that can happen if you have a gal or another guy. Women looking right. for guys if to looking, fill that right. to fill that need. So this, let's make sure we understand that. Right. now.
1: Yeah. Let's just put that caveat at the okay. front of the show. You know, one of the things too that happened early on in our marriage is that. We had lots of couple friends, right? Like I would make mm-hmm. friends with a wife. And so, you know, we'd go out and do something and it would be like, well, you know, now you have to, I'm friends with the wife. So you have to be friends with the husband. So that, that was like one group of friends that we sort of had, sort of, mm-hmm. kind of.
0: Which is, as you guys know, that's great. And yet Elisa could connect with these women. Loved it. Totally cool. I didn't have many of the likes or similarities of what these other... Husbands had. So it was, it was a disconnect. I'd I'd be there. Yeah. Didn't mean I was going to go deep. I was there.
1: The other group of friends that you guys might have are the parents of your kids' friends. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, your kids on a sports team and all the parents get together and it's like association by child. Right? Again, friendships develop out of that. I'm not discounting any of these types of things because we know that there are deep friendships Mm -hmm. that happen in this, but it's, what's happening though, is that there's a disconnect for men actually being able to go deeper with other men, partly because of this messaging that that seems to happen in those teenage years. And partly because we're not creating environments in our marriages that are encouraging of men to actually go out and, and seek out these friendships, right? Because, you know, it's like, well, no, honey, you have to spend time with me and you have to, and I'm not saying, please, please understand. I'm not saying, men or women that you should ever sacrifice your marriage for your friendships. Right. Like that's that do not hear that message. Cause that's not what we're saying. We're saying that you each come to the marriage in a different spot when you've got strong friends and specifically men need strong friendships. I've seen it play out with coaching client after coaching client that, you know, when they start to actually cultivate friendships, there's a shift that happens in their marriage because just like I read in that opening quote, that men who trust other men will make fewer mistakes than men who don't. The reason for that is because if you've got men who are speaking life into you, they're going to hold you to the fire in a different way than your your wife would, right? The accountability that's going to come from a guy that's going to be like, dude, what the heck are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's going to be different than your wife nagging you going, you really need to do this. I can't believe you're not doing this for me. Why aren't you? It's different. It's why our men need to have... They need to have friendships. They need to have a place where they can be vulnerable and it's not going to impact the connection between husband and wife, right? We need our marriages to be a place of vulnerability. Absolutely. But there are times when Tony is dealing with stuff that he can't bring to me until he's processed it.
0: And this, and this may sound weird to all you guys, you guys are going, what are you guys talking about? You talk about marriage and now you're, you're saying you're not going to go to your spouse about this area. Well, we need to process, mm-hmm. right? There is a process that happens in us and through us during adver- adversity. And for some, it, it they're totally cool. You can go to your spouse, you're processing it. Um, you may bring something up to them and you're able to have a great conversation. Lisa and I are, are very into this way of going through things. I can bring things up to her and yet at the same time, it's letting out it's letting it out, it's releasing it, letting them know where I am, and then it's being able to go to those friends of mine who are close, who I can then talk to to get perspective mm-hmm. on life, mentors of mine, guys that who are older than me who've who've you know been married 30, 40 years, you know even guys in who can be younger than me who can see stuff from a different way, a different perspective. So it's not that I'm, not, I'm saying that we're keeping secrets from each other. Right. It's that the process of the issue, because it, it doesn't just go away on one, on one conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, when we lost our house many years ago, I think it's five years ago now, it didn't just happen on one day. It, it, it started from a point of like, we didn't have enough income coming in. We, we blew through all of our savings to try to save this house to the point of then we're putting the house up for sale to it being sold to us having to move. There was a process that happened in each one of those ways. I needed to be able to share that and get perspective on it, not with just Alisa. At the time, I didn't have the greatest of friends, of male friends that I could relate and and connect with. I had some, Mm -hmm. and it was okay. Where I am now is 100, 100, 100, 100 times better. So it's not that we're keeping secrets from each other. It's that we're processing it through different people who we do trust, I trust. Mm -hmm. So that way I can come with a clear mind and a vision of where we can go together. Like I can come to Elisa and go, hey, I got some clarity on this. this is where I'm seeing this and then bring that to her for us to then as a marriage, as a couple to start working on and tweaking on together.
1: Absolutely. And you know, Tony brings up a good point there is that, you know, it, it, it feeds into our marriage, right? These are friendships that are actually building our marriage because without these deep vulnerable friendships where a man can relate to another man and just get that, that masculine perspective, you know, our, our husbands, our men are living in a facade, right? Because they put on an image at work, right? They put on an image at home. They Everywhere they go, they've, they've got this exterior facade that's going on. And so it's like, where are they real? Who can they be real to? Where can they, who else is going to understand what they're going through? And, and wives, I know you're like, well, he can talk to me. Sure, he can. I'm not I'm not disputing that. But we're women and we see the world differently than men do. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes our men, husbands, sometimes you need to just get a male perspective on this because I will tell you, sometimes I'm a little emotional when Tony brings me stuff. And so if he needs to actually process it before he brings it to me, that's not a bad thing, right? Because he's still coming to me right? It's not like he's solving this problem with one of his buddies and then he's just like, hey, here's the decree. This is, you know, what we're doing. It's like, no, it's, it's a way to process and, and men and women have different emotional needs, right? You know, a lot of times I'll get together with a group of friends and if somebody's got a problem, like we all hash it out and we come up with like 35 different brainstorming. It's not, that's not Tony's need. That's not your husband's needs. But just because their emotional needs look different than ours doesn't mean that they aren't there doesn't mean that they don't need the friendships. And one of the things that you brought up a few seconds ago, which I just thought we need to actually camp on a little bit, is the fact that you need friends who are in that mentoring role
0: uh-huh.
1: and you need friends that you are mentoring. Uh-huh. Right? And that is, if we could actually just wrap our head around that, not all your friends have to be at the same level. Right? If you're, you need to have friends who are, who are stretching you especially, especially as husbands and wives, this goes for you too, but we're camping out on husbands today. Men, you need men in your life who are going to stretch you to be a stronger husband who are going to, who are going to demonstrate to you what that looks like to love your wife for 20, 30 years, what that looks like to go through adversity and make the commitment that you're sticking around in this marriage, right? And you need to be that example for guys that are like newlyweds, so it's it's understanding that that we need friends of all of all ages and and I'm like what's that word? Just all spheres of life. Yeah,
0: it's it's spheres of life. I don't know if age is the only indicator of having a mentor or being a mentor. Um, it could be from experience. Sure. Right? That, yeah, that's I actually mean, better than. than I, I think that's that, that's there are going to be time when. Age does matter, and there there are times when it doesn't. Experience matters more. You can have a guy who's younger than me who has more experience in a certain area that who could mentor me. Absolutely. In a specific area, you know, probably wouldn't be wise to have a younger guy who's two years married mentoring me on my marriage because that's a that's a different perspective, right? right. I mean, and and again, but I could find probably a twenty eight year old who is just cut and ripped in fitness, and I'm like. Mm, what are yeah, you doing? I yeah i can learn from him and he could be my mentor so i can get physically fit you
1: know and one of the things i, I do want to say about men your friends these need to be guys. like when you're seeking friends and we're going to talk about some specific strategies to cultivate friendships here in a minute but you need friends who are going to be supportive of your marriage
0: right always the,
1: these are not the guys that are like hey let's go to the strip club wrong friends no. wrong friends like, let me just be really clear there, because that's not supportive of your marriage. That's not speaking life into you. So you want that? Go ahead.
0: No, and I was, I was going to say, we were out last night with, with some good friends of ours, as Elisa spoke about, and they asked us, they're, they're like, what are the tips that, you know, what are four or five tips you guys can give us that you have seen that have changed your life? Mm-hmm. Because we see that in you guys. Like, y- your life has shifted. And the number one, we told them, are the people you hang out with matter. Right. You know, guys, guys, and I'm going to be serious here and honest, but if your friends are idiots, if you're, if you're hanging out with idiots that are doing dumb things, guess what? You're the fifth. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Stop hanging out with them. I don't care if it was the dude you hung out with since you were three years old. If he's doing dumb things and putting you in places that are that are gonna that are going to put you in a place that's gonna hamper or hinder your marriage and your growth, that then you gotta put some guardrails around that. Mm-hmm. You do. And I've had I've been there. You guys, when I was in college, the friends I hung out with were not good. And if I continue to have hung out with them, and even after college, when mm-hmm. Elisa and I were married, Early In our early years, I came out of a a, a place where I was drinking way too much, blacking out more times than I should have been, taking more drugs than I should have been, and that led into those early years of our marriage and being around people like that. And I had to cut it off. I had to put guardrails around our marriage because I was no better than the guys I was hanging out with. Mm -hmm. And over the last few years, that's been a goal of mine is to hang out with men who are even that are just going after life that I can look up to that will call me out when I'm being dumb and it's okay. And, and sometimes we're so afraid to let go of those that are hindering us and pulling us down. than looking at the vision of what God has for us. That's good. And we got to let go. We got to break the chains.
1: So, we want to, because a lot of you listening to this, I know are saying things like, well, how do I do this? You know, so we want to share some specific actions that both husbands and wives can take this week to start growing those friendships, right? But don't forget, we're one week away from Call to Love, yes. and her, experiencing your best marriage through the words of Jesus. Go to calltolovebook.com, get signed up on that list because all of you listeners, you're going to want to get the audio book when you make your purchase on that first day. So just don't miss out. So, guys, I want to start with you on what you can do, right? First, you need to take a look. Like Tony was just saying, you need to take a look at the quality of the friendships that you have right now. You need to look and say, who's building me up? Who is uh-huh. a safe place for me to be real? Then you need to, and this one's a little scary. You need to start looking for opportunities to connect and you need to take action on that. And this is something that you know, in the last couple of years, I have seen Tony do time and time again, and I know it's not an easy thing, uh-uh. but so often when it comes to friendships, we wait for people to come to us.
0: Yeah. You you guys over the campfire as we had this weekend with the men in our group, I I was telling them because I led one of the teams and I was telling them, I'm like, guys, you you guys are having such an impactful time here. And they're telling us this, you know, this and that. And I said, listen, do not walk away from this event without having at least minimum, at least three phone numbers wow. and guys' names because those are the guys that you're going to reach out to afterwards. But here's the thing. You have to reach out to them. You cannot expect them to reach out to you. There were times, guys, and I'm going to share this here, that I would honestly, and I, and I want to get back into doing this myself, for weeks, for weeks, I would text friends people that I that I just love in my community, guys that I know that I'm pouring into and who could be pouring into me, I would honestly just text them once a week and pray over them. Not ever expecting anything to come back in return, mm-hmm. ever. Some of those guys now are some of the, my dearest friends. These are guys that I can go to. But it was because I was willing to text guys and say, hey man, what's going on? Or hey, how are you doing? Or hey man, I'm I'm praying for you right now. I know you you said you're going through a difficult time. I'm I'm letting you know. And I put out a prayer for them. So you need to be able to step out mm-hmm. a little bit instead of sitting back waiting for everybody to come to you. I used to be that way. And guess what? Not a lot of people would be coming. Right. You know, it it, it just doesn't happen that way. Because
1: we, everybody's waiting.
0: Yeah, because everybody's just waiting. So when you take that step forward, you're like, hey, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And a way to connect, maybe for you to sit down and go, you know what? I'm going to start a small group. I'm going to start a Bible study. I have a friend of mine right now. He just started, he, he just started a Bible study, never has done one before. And he invited five guys. He had a book. He pulled it out. He's like, oh man, I, I just feel like this is one of those books. And this guy, an amazing man. I love him. Even he had apprehension and this is a guy who had run has run multi multi million dollar companies. Blah, blah, blah. You would look at him and just go, "What are you worried about asking somebody to be in your in your group, your small group?" But even he had apprehension. So you you're always going to have that and yet you could just step forward. A book I'm going to just share for you guys if you, if you want to do something like that is Maximize Manhood. Mm. It's an amazing book It's something I want to be doing with some of the men I know. Um and I'll put a link here in in the show notes
1: for you. So, and with that, guys, I want to tell you, and women, you need to understand this too, that that men's friendships look different than women, right? They're not Mm -hmm. necessarily sitting down, you know, they're not going to get in their pedicures and, you know, doing whatever. Know that it looks different and that's okay, right? (laughs) Because you don't have to sit down and be gushy. I mean, I've got one of my coaching clients that when we talked about him developing friendships, he's a triathlete. So what does he do? He reached out to another triathlete and he's like, hey, do you want to go? You know, so they run Mm -hmm. and they swim and they, what's the third one? Bike. Bike together, right? And they have these great conversations. They're not being all mushy and staring at each other's eyes. They're just getting real, being physical at the same time. And that may be, like I know as a wife, Tony has gone on so many hikes with guys, like, hey, let's just go hike here at Iron Mountain. Let's go hike here. Let's go. Why? Because when guys get out and get physical, they're able to get real, Mm -hmm. right? So do that. And wives, I just want to talk to you as we wrap up this show. Do not make your husbands feel guilty for developing good, strong friendships. He will be a better husband because of those friendships. Don't don't complain that he's spending time with these guys. Don't don't compare him and his friend, you know, what he does with his friends to what you do with your friends. It's gonna look different. Mm -hmm. And it should look different. They're men, right? It 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 should be different. Encourage his journey because it's not always easy. As, As strong as our men seem, as accomplished as they are, it's not always easy to reach out and say, Hey, do you wanna go on a hike? Right? they have the same trepidation that we do. Encourage them. Be their supporter. Uh, support them. Encur- you know, cheer them on. Mm-hmm. I, I think so often in marriage, if we would just start cheering our men on and just being like, babe, you've got this. Go make friends. Right? We're strong. We're good. Sure. I would love to see you. you know, so when Tony's like, hey, I'm going for a bike ride with so-and-so. Great. Just let me know when time you're going to be back. Right, Tony was gone for. Oh, we gone three days this week. Two for and, a two and a half, whatever. Tony came home. How? Uh, here's what I did because it meant so much to me that he was gone on this time. I did not call him a single time. If he had any any communication that we had while he was gone was initiated by Tony. I was like, kids, we're, Dad's off limits, right? Because I wanted him bonding with the men that he was with. When he came home, house was cleaned. Everything was taken care of so that he could come home. And I not, there was never a single like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe what the kids did while you were gone. And it was just like, hey, how was your trip? And we need to do more of that with our men when they get out and are actually like going into this place where they're like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Yes, please. Because if these are men that are speaking life into your marriage, if these are men that are speaking into your husband and stretching him to be the man that God designed him to be, you want him spending time with them. Because when he comes home and he's fired up for your marriage because these men have poured into him, your marriage is going to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, both men and women need that supporting cast. We need that to help us be the healthiest, strongest versions in our marriages.
0: Yeah. And as we close, I want to say this, guys. Believe me when I say this, because I, I, I think many of us feel this, is that we don't know how we're gonna do it. We, we, we allow fear to stop us before we even get started. And so we gotta we gotta rise up, right? We gotta become the men that we know that we've been placed here to be and to lead our families, right? And through that means that we have to be able to push through some of those awkward feelings, those awkward moments. The guys that made it to emerge this this time on my team, a few of them even said they're like, I didn't think I was gonna make it. And I'm so glad they did. And I know you guys, I know those of you in the one family, you guys take action. Just, just reach out to one guy this week. Just one guy. Start there. And that's how those friendships grow. That's how those bonds grow. That's how the trust grows. That's how the, the vulnerability grows, right? That's how we become open and honest with each other. And we those that those things that are holding us back and so we can grow. And we come back into our marriages and our marriages grow. So do that this week. Reach out to one guy. Let him know you're thinking about him. Let him know that you'd like to grab a coffee. Just to say, I want to start a friendship, man. You're a cool guy. You're someone I want to be around. You got qualities that I want. Go do it. Go do it. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. We hope you have a fantastic week. We're looking forward to taking you through Call to Love when it releases on April 4th. We got so much coming up. So get ready. Get ready. Because this year is all about the next level and we're taking you there and we want you to go there. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.